Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're winging it. Have we just got like a surge of confidence? <laughs> this episode was almost not a reality. We almost had to stop our podcast because For we real? could not get the recording on freaking garage band thing to work <laughs> so we're an hour later and Ruth was like how are we gonna do this how are we gonna intro this and I'm like let's just wing it so so here we are winging it here we are winging it what up welcome back to our podcast <laughs> by the way this is Abby speaking and this is Ruthie hopefully you guys can figure it out I was literally just about to say hopefully <laughs> you back <laughs> so tell our voices apart all right, Ruth, why don't you tell them a little about today's episode and our thinking behind it? All right, so for this episode, we're talking about how to make the best decisions for your life, regardless of other people's opinions of whether you should make that decision or not, if that makes sense. Yeah, so we're going to be talking a little bit about like our background and then how we both went about choosing colleges and jobs and then just talking about different things that could come up that can try and distract you from that or discourage you from really following you know, your dreams people, and stuff like, like that. Like different people in your life and how they can try to influence you. So it's going to be a good episode and we're excited to get into it. Here we go. Wow. Put on your listening ears. <laughs> We think it's important for you guys to understand where we're coming from, like trying to explain to you how we chose the decisions for our lives. Yeah, because our background that we grew up in is like very different, different from, what from a lot of people. So yeah, let's just, <laughs> let's just go ahead and it. get into it. My family was very involved in the church that we used to go to. Like we were literally born into this. My parents found it like when they were in their 30s maybe. Like my brothers were still really young and so we all like grew up in this church church. from when we were literally babies. And this church just so happened to have its own school like with it. It was a private school. So you had to be a member of the church like to be able to get in and stuff like that. Yeah. We went there. It was from preschool to senior year Mm -hmm. but like preschool wasn't required so. So because we had all grown up in this church, it was obvious that we were going to go to that school. So we all pretty much attended it from preschool up until high school. And then there was also a college that you would go to after, but it was mostly just focused on like ministerial type degrees. So for boys, it was like you could go to study to be like a pastor or like a missionary assistant pastor or, like or whatever, like stuff like that. And then for girls, they offered a Christian school teacher or a secretary. secretary. And that was the only two degrees that they offered for girls. Right. So growing up in this, it was kind of just expected like, oh, you went to the church, you went to the school, and then when you graduated, you were going to go to the college. college, And then girls would find a guy and then like you would get married and like, da-da. Yeah, like most people, like they would go there, they would find their guy or girl. 
get married and then like they would start having kids right away so Mm -hmm. it's like it was pretty normal for people like around 20 21 22 to already be to be married and my sister-in-law like one of them got married at 19 19. she was about to turn 20 but the thing is like that's okay for some people like some people that go to the college like it's fine if they don't want to do something that's what they want to do if that's what they want to do fine like they chose it and they're going into it with an open mindset and like that's what they want to do and like she said our sister-in-law got married at 19 but she was ready to be married at Mm -hmm. that age like she was at a point in her life where she met her brother and they fell in love and it was like okay like we know that we're supposed to be together so why not just get married you know like and that worked for them but me, like, I feel like that would not work, have worked for me. Yeah, and both of my brothers knew from a young age that, like, they did want to be in the ministry. So, of course, going to that college for them was no problem. So, growing up, we obviously thought that this was the direction that our life was going to take. And we thought that I was, like, completely normal. Yeah, we were like, like, everyone yeah, in the world does this. Just does it. So, <laughs> as we were growing up, elementary, it's like, you know, whatever, you kind of just go with the flow. You don't really know anything about life or anything but then as we started getting into junior high it was like a lot of the typical just like mean girls and like peer pressure and like I don't know just stuff like that so the school was starting to change it used to be like a really big school and then like it slowly started like getting smaller and smaller so because of that it made it really hard because you didn't have a lot of people to choose from for like friendships and mm-hmm. stuff. Ruth and I were talking about that it was very much proximity friendships. Like you were just friends with these people because like we had grown like, up with them. Like you had to be. You didn't yeah. have any other And it choices. was easy because like we already knew everything about them. So it was kind of like you didn't really have to put effort in. It was like, "Oh, they're there. You're yeah. going to be friends with them," you know. So because of that element, it almost brought in not really, like, peer pressure, but it was, like, oh, I know, like, I grew up with these people all my life. They're all going to, like, the college. Like, that's what we're gonna do, too. Mm-hmm. As we got older into high school, that whole thing happened with our friends that just, like, completely turned our world upside down, and that's really when we started to almost think for ourselves and kind of just rethink what we really wanted for our lives. So because of that, when it came time for me to graduate, it's like I was already kind of having second thoughts in my head about what I wanted to do with my life. Just because I'm more of a free spirit and, you know, I was getting really done with school at that point. Like, I just didn't want to be in school anymore. But then it was like you were kind of expected to go to that college. So when you were a senior, you had to have a meeting with the pastor and basically you would tell him like what your plans were for your life and it was Mm -hmm. basically just like oh I'm going to study this degree at your college pretty much yeah so when it came time for me like I was I was just really lost like I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life so you just said like oh I'm going to the college and, like, everyone in my class was going, even though, like, I didn't really care about them. But, but that's another thing is they would always say, like, oh, if you're not sure about it, just give it a year. So they were saying, like, oh, if you're not sure about it, you still have to go. You know yeah, what I mean? pretty much. I don't know. I just always knew that I wanted something else. But, like, I wasn't really quite sure what that. What Abby said about, like, not knowing what to do with her life, that's, like, the one area in which we differ. I've always known that I wanted to be a nurse since... I thought I was six, but mom says that I was three, so. No, but, like, she has some pictures of me when I was three and I had, 
like a giant bag of medical supplies that I'm playing with. Like I was like a weird kid. Room, okay? Oh like, my gosh. Normal Ruth was kids a weird kid. With, like, Barbies or like, you know, would watch like cool TV shows. No, I would ask people for medical supplies and I would rent videos from the library, which oh my gosh. Lot, like VHS tapes. Um, <laughs> Those were the days. Um, man. Like Simpler emergency. Times. Like, untold stories of the ER, that was, like, my show. Um, but also, like, surgical videos and just, like... She would watch, like, real-life surgical videos. Yeah, like, and I was fascinated oh with them. Oh, my gosh, I loved them so, so much. Disgusting. I had them, like, memorized. I would return them and then check them out. And, and there I am, just wanting to watch, like, horse videos. I, and yeah, horses. Like, these, like, <laughs> gross surgical. Yeah. Our basement flooded a couple years ago, and all of our, like, old toys came out, and mine were, like, all these little, like dogs and yeah, stuffed animals so and roots for literally a bag of medical equipment. Yeah, I had this big yellow Crayola bag, duffel bag, that's filled with medical supplies. Like, I just loved it so much. Anyways. Oh, wait, no. Also, oh, no. Ruth literally, ugh, she used to have spelling bees with herself, with my mom. Why did she you go, had, she, <laughs> Are you because, embarrassed of yes, my Yes. Okay. <laughs> she literally had these medical flashcards and she would spell the words to my Oh, mom. I would also do, like, research on my own. Epilepsy. <laughs> Stop, that's so mean. Abby. But why were you obsessed because with epilepsy? Because our friend had got diagnosed with epilepsy, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so concerned. So I researched so it was gonna find the on cure. my own. Not the cure, but I wanted to know. <laughs> Michael Scott, for the cure. For the cure. <laughs> done a fun run. Um, anyways, so, yeah, I would, like, take our encyclopedias, because we, like, barely had internet, and I would copy <laughs> down the flat, like, what I, what I found, and then I would type it all out and send it to my aunt, who's she, a doctor like, had this in Australia. of all her notes. Yeah, and also, I had a birthday party at the hospital when I was six. I, like, mom literally took me to Wait, the hospital. Why do I not remember that? You didn't come with us. <laughs> It was just, I don't think you wanted to come, but Probably it was not. just me and mom, and we went to Lutheran General, and Donna, the nurse, oh. she, like, showed us around and gave us a tour, and then she baked me a chocolate cake. Okay, wait, I do kind of remember that. It's, like, deep in my memory. And I got to go on, like, the helicopter pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. A great time. With your bags. Anyways. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Point is, I was very strange growing up, still am. Yeah, she always knew. I like just always knew that I was going to be a nurse. Whenever we would play, we would play, like, house or whatever. School. We would play school, and Ruth would want to play hospital. So, like, we would literally set up, like, our little piano bench. Our stuffed animals would put wear Put the patients. stuffed animals on there, and well, she would, like, operate on We got operate so on creative, them. though. We would, like, dye water with red food coloring, so it's, like, the blood, and we would, like, spray it on them. On the band-aids. We didn't spray it on the animals, because no. that would ruin them. Not on the animals, but speaking of <laughs> I literally was like, I wonder if you're thinking about thinking. <laughs> no, we're, we can't get into that story right now. We're gonna get today. so sidetracked <laughs> from this episode. Okay, okay, anyways. Coming back let me <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> Point is I knew what I wanted to be since I was a little girl. So like when it came time for me to tell the pastor that I was going to school to become a nurse. Like, I already had in my mind, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I was looking into the community college down our road. Like, I had everything planned out because I'm very much a planner. So I, like, had it all planned out from my life. 
and I like to know what I'm doing, whereas Abby just kind of, like, goes with the flow. Wing it, just and like this episode. Literally, <laughs> and just, like, does her own thing, but I cannot do that. It stresses me out too much. So, yeah, anyways, we both knew that we wanted to do something different. Different. That's the whole point of what we were saying. Yeah. Um, but... Abby did end up going okay. to Bible college. Yeah, let's get into the college experience. Okay, so the summer was, like, I feel like it was, I was doing a lot of thinking and I didn't want to go to the college just because, like, I was done with school in general. Like, I didn't want to really see, like, my peers anymore and I didn't want to study to be a teacher. Like, I knew I didn't want to be that and yeah, then but I that, didn't want to be a, a secretary. That's another thing, though. Like, you know, when you graduate high school or, like, if you go to, like, a public school or whatever and, like you have drama with friends in high school, like, you all are going off to different colleges, so Mm -hmm. it doesn't even matter anymore, Mm -hmm. because you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to see them anymore, so it doesn't really matter, but, like, in our circle, it was, like, you graduated high school, but then you all went to the same college, so you were still with them, so that was, like, still an issue for you, and I think that was, like, weighing on your mind as well, and, like, persuading you to be, like, no, I don't want to go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So whenever it did come time, I ended up going for a semester. It's kind of like a mix of peer pressure, but then also, like, my parents had always instilled in us, like, the importance of having a college education because they weren't able to have one. I don't know. I just thought it was the right thing to do at the time, so I decided to try it out, and it just ended up being, like Ruth was saying, like, a continuation of high school, pretty much. But heightened because, well... I would say, because we're adults, but, like, they weren't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they were still acting like they were in high school. Yeah. So, it was just a lot of drama. I feel like I wasn't being educated in the way that I needed to be. It was yeah. just not the right It wasn't helping you grow at all. And at the same time, like, I was still working for the summer after I graduated. I got hired right on to, like, the fire extinguisher company that I was working at. So I was working there full-time during the summer, and then I transitioned back to part-time. So it's like I would go to school in the morning go to my job, come home, do homework, and then on the weekends, because it was, like, a private, like, Re- like a religious, religious school. school, it's, like, you had you to church do... activities on, um, like, on the weekends. Yeah, that and was, it was, Sunday. like, part of your college course, so it's not, like, you could skip out on it. So, like, I was yeah. literally going, like, 100 miles an hour, like, throughout the entire week, so I was... I, like, honestly don't remember seeing <laughs> I don't you, even like, know how I did it. Like, I was so stressed. I was so burnt out, and certain events happened that I won't get into, but it, it was just, like, further affirming that that wasn't where I was supposed to be. So, because I try not to be a quitter, I decided to finish out the semester, but I knew that I wasn't going to go back after that. I went to the community college to do an interview there. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go for a business degree. Like, that's a good, solid thing to have in case. I feel like that would transfer into any job that I did. Because and so mom and dad kept telling us, like, you you have to have a degree. So I went there and I interviewed, and it was just a lot. And by then, I was already, like, really done with school. Like, I think I said this in the last episode. I was always good at school. Like, I got straight A's and stuff like that. But it's just, like... I didn't want, I didn't want to do school anymore. I would rather learn from life than learn from, like, textbooks and stuff. Wow. And, <laughs> and like, literally it bothered me because I was like, I don't want to pay all this money for this degree that I'm going to get, which who even knows if I'm going to be using it by the end of the two or four years, and yeah. then it's, like, all that time and money wasted. And honestly, like, I was always like, how could you have the mindset, like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But, like, now that I'm in school, I'm like, bro, if you don't have to go to school, like, obviously, for a medical degree, like, yes, go to school for a medical profession. But, like, anything else, 
like, don't waste your money on it. Yeah. You don't know how many people have just, like, gotten into something by accident, and then they just learn on the job, and, like, they're freaking awesome at it, and they didn't go to school at all. Yeah. Like, what's the point? And so that's one of the, like, the points that I want to get across with coming from that mindset is, like, you don't have to have all of your life figured out right now. Don't feel pressured to go into college for some degree that, oh, maybe you have some interest in. But, like, unless you know that that's what you want to do with your life, then, like, don't waste your time and your money on that. Like, unless you really want to. People change so much in, like, our late teens and our early 20s years. Like, you change so much. So, like, I don't understand why society expects you to know what you want to do for the rest of your life when literally people in, like, their 50s have a midlife crisis and, like, they don't even know. Yeah, and then they, like, switch. That was Abby's college experience, so after her semester, she was done and she was out. I was still in high school at the time because we're a year apart in school, so when it was my turn to go to school, first of all, it was, like, a crazy difference, like, terrifying going to community college because our high school was super small. Like, I graduated (laughs) with two other people. We had 30 people in the high school, and then I went to this community college, and I had 30 people in one class, and there were literally, like, hundreds of people in the hallways and I kept getting lost and it was super scary and I didn't have Abby there with me so I felt like even more alone and so I wanted to give up so many times like I think literally the first day I came home and I was like I don't want to do this like I quit I don't want to do it anymore that was what three years ago almost four years ago and now like I'm one semester away from graduating but the reason I got this far is because I had that motivation of okay this is something that I want to do so I'm gonna keep pushing through the hard times because I know this is what I want to do whereas if you just go to college like oh I don't really know what I'm going for but I'm just like gonna go in and see what happens like you're not gonna get yeah you're more likely to quit yeah and you're gonna be so discouraged because you don't know what you're doing but because I like I knew the whole time okay I have to do this because I have to get this degree to do what I want to do Mm -hmm. and that's really what motivated me to keep going in is what still motivates me to keep going because I literally when I'm in school I have like a mental breakdown every day and I'm like why am I doing this to myself but then I'll have like little moments of did you hear my voice just cry (laughs) little moments of reassurance where it's like I'll get to help someone who got hurt or something like that or, you know, like helping out people who are sick or something and I'm like, okay, this is what I was meant to do, so I'm going to get this done. This is another thing that I want to mention and it kind of helps us get into our next point is that the passions that are put in you, your desires and your things that you love doing are put in you for a reason. Like it's not just by chance. So for Ruth, helping people and nursing and just, I mean, watching those like gross videos like that was fascinating to her like that was her passion and it was put in her for a reason because God wants her to help people and her way of helping people is going to be through nursing right and And stuff that's like another big motivator to get me done with school because I'm like I know that I want to make a difference and this is my area of like the world pretty much that I'm gonna make a difference in like I choose this part to make a difference in and I'm gonna go with it Mm mm-hmm and, like, it's never been anything else. Like, I like other things, but I've just never been yeah, it, it. It always comes back to Yeah, that. but it always comes back to something centered around the healthcare field. Yeah. And so with me, obviously, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but the things that always came back to me were traveling, 
that was a huge thing and creating like I've always been creative ever since I was little I was always like coloring or drawing or painting or making stuff out of play-doh oh, yeah she used to okay guys I was freaking all, good, really at good at play-doh like, sculpting things out yeah. of play-doh and then she moved into like the baking world Cake decorating and she like would decorate cakes and like make fun and flowers and stuff which if you when know our I family was, like, 10 yeah we like do not eat sweets or whatever but so I mean my dream fizzled out really fast <laughs> really because, did. like, because I could make would, this stuff, but no one would eat Yeah, it. she would bake stuff, and we'd be like, oh, it's really good, and we'd eat, like, one bite of it, so and be sad. like, oh. So, I've always just been into, like, creating stuff, like, with my hands, and, like, my dad used to own a camera shop, so I was always around cameras. I remember always taking our Canon camera on vacation, or and, like, little, like, taking pictures of the flowers. Cameras, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was, like, in junior high, all I wanted was, like, that little point-and-shoot camera, oh, which we just found the other day. Oh, so great. Yeah, so it's, like, it it's always nice. came back to that, and then I kind of, like, dabbled into making YouTube videos, and I liked that, but it wasn't really something that I was, like, completely in love with. So, after I quit college, I just transitioned to working full-time at that job, and that's where I was working for literally almost five years. I just quit there in December. And that's like a whole other story that I can go into. But basically when I was there, the same thing. I just like had this nagging feeling that this isn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I didn't want to be working a nine to five job Monday through Friday. Like I'm literally the most unconventional person and I was working like the most conventional job. It wasn't as bad because it was a small family business. So it was like a little more relaxed than like a corporate job. But it was still like I was always just looking forward to the weekends and all I wanted to do was travel and stuff like that. So like I knew that this isn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. But because I was, like, close with the owner and we went through so much together, like, two of the bosses died and, like, it was just a lot, like, a huge emotional roller coaster and so, like, that bonded us even closer. When I knew that I wanted to leave, I was so scared of hurting her and stuff, hurting my boss. And I, Ruth can confirm this, I literally would break down crying almost every day because I was, like, at war with myself because part of me was so miserable being there because I knew I wanted to do something else. But then the other part of me was, like, I literally can't leave. I can't give her any more hurt. It finally just got to the point where everyone, all my friends and family, was, like, you need to do what's best for your life. You can't be putting your life on hold. And it was the scariest decision that I ever had to make. But I was so glad that I made that decision and I mean just even leaving the church making that decision or dropping out of college it was hard and this one was the hardest one to date but you can do hard things you're so much more capable of doing things than you think you are that's a big thing that I wanted to get across is because I knew that I had that in me that like something wasn't right and it always came back to traveling and creating and so, like, I just got a lot of advice, did a lot of research, and that's when I came across, like, the whole blogging and everything like that. My Instagram was, like, really starting to take off and stuff, so I knew if I put the work in that I can make something happen. And that's another thing that I wanted to mention about not going to college. If you have, like, an entrepreneur, like, spirit in you, you're going to find a way to make things work. If you have something that you're passionate about, you're going to find a way to make it work, whether you have that education or not, you know? True. And, like, so many people, like, you just figure it out, like... Yeah, like, no one, no one starts off at an expert And honestly, anything. even people who have their degree, we still don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Like, the majority of the time. Like, we just figure it out. 
<laughs> first time to talk, I guess. <laughs> we just figure it out as we go. Like, so many times I'll be in clinical and I have no idea what I'm doing. But, you know, you just go for it and you just figure it out. And it's so funny to me because that's literally the most I learn is when I'm, like, physically at the job mm-hmm. and doing things. Whereas when I'm in the classroom, I'm, like, when you're there for three hours at a time, like, I barely retain anything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, once you're on the job, like, that's when you learn everything. So, why go to college? Anyway. <laughs> no, you have to I have, have to go to college. You're dealing with, people's, dealing with lives. people's lives. Literally life or death. Um, so, kind of, like, I'm going to pull out, like, a little thing that you were kind of... Ruth was writing while I was talking. I was, because I didn't want to lose the thought. Um, so, one thing that I wanted to point out about Abby and me as well is, like, we both always had little moments in our lives that I really feel is God showing us, like, this is what you're supposed to do, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, for me, I was always drawn to healthcare and stuff like that. And, like, in school, we didn't have a school nurse. So it was like, oh, they knew that I wanted to be a nurse. So they would call me into the office as, like, a sixth Cold grader. Murphy. Yeah, like, they would be like, hey, we need your help. I remember this one time I made a, a finger split out <laughs> of uh, popsicle sticks or, like, tongue depressors or something, and I would just have, like, little moments like that where God would give me opportunities to use my gift, and, like, that always reassured me, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. Abby always had little moments of her, okay, for instance, her Instagram literally, like, grew so fast, like, it's insane, so she had those moments there. When she was traveling, she would have moments of, like, okay, first of all, I know when she wants to take a picture of something <laughs> because she just lags behind and kind of, like, stares at it. With, I'm, like, I'm this, envisioning, yeah. like, the frame. Okay, that's where head. I was going. So she always tells me, she's like, no, I, like, I can envision things in my mind. And I'm like, what? Literally, we could be looking at, like, water. And I'm like, all I see is a body of water. And Abby's like, no, 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 but if we took it over here and if you look at this, like, it could, it could be so beautiful. And, like, she has those little moments of, like, inspiration or just, like, God pointing out things to her that I don't see because she has that gift of creativity. And it's so crazy because I literally thought that everyone could do that. Yeah, and I was like, no. And literally, with, no. I with, don't see anything. <laughs> yeah, with video creating too, I'm like a very big music person. And so whenever I hear a song, I can literally picture like different video frames in my mind or like moments that would go along with the song. Right. So what I'm trying to say is, if you notice that, like, these little moments are reoccurring again and again and again in your life, it's chase It's for a those. reason. Like, exactly. yeah, it is for a reason. It's God telling you, listen, this is what I want you to get into, or this is the gift that I gave you. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the thing is, is you don't have to have everything figured out right now. I didn't know what specific career I wanted to go in, but I was following those little moments. Right, and, and you passions. took that step of faith, which I think is important to point out as well, is because we have that like background of growing up in church and stuff like that like it's easier for us to take those steps out in faith when we don't know what's going to happen but we're like no this is what I need to do like me right now I'm about to graduate nursing school and I don't want to be the typical like nurse that works in the hospital like I I have always had the desire and the passion to go travel around the world and do like missions type nursing, I suppose. So giving healthcare, providing healthcare to people who are less fortunate. And everyone that I tell that who works in the healthcare field is like, no, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, you're not going to make any money. No, you're not going to make any money from that. That's a terrible idea. But like, I know that it's going to work out because I have that faith that 
this is what God wants me to do. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, honestly one of the greatest things about, like, being a Christian and having that walk with God is that you always have that faith knowing that, like, God's got you and he's going to take care of you. And, like, obviously there are moments of self-doubt, and I have those pretty much every day. Because it's hard to just not know what's going to happen, but just do it anyways. Because you know somewhere in the future things are going to work out. Mm -hmm. So just like Ruth was saying about people telling her that she shouldn't go into that field, it's like she knows in in her that that's what's best for her life. It's like you can't describe it, but you know, you just know that that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like you have peace about it. That's how, that's how I would explain it. Like, everything that they would be like, oh, are you going to go into pediatrics or emergency or something like that? And, like, I like both of those areas, but I never had peace about it. And then whenever I started researching into, like, Red Cross or nonprofit organizations, like, I had such great peace about it. Mm -hmm. So I knew, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you guys, like, if you have a big life decision, talk to your parents about it. Talk to, you know, if you have a really close friend. Obviously not just, like, stupid friends, right? but someone that you actually value their advice. Right, and don't just go to someone because you know that they're going to tell you what you want to hear. Like, go to someone, like she said, you value their opinion, and you know they're going to tell you the truth and stuff like that. Like, kind of going into the whole parental guidance part, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people struggle with, they make decisions because they don't want to disappoint their parents or Mm -hmm. because their parents are making them do it. Like, I have friends right now who... They went into a certain degree because their parents told them to do it, and they hated it. Mm -hmm. They just, like, hated their life because it wasn't what they were supposed to do. And, like, it was really hard for them to get out of it because they didn't want to disappoint their parents. Ruth and I are really fortunate because we've always had a really good relationship with our parents. Like, our family has always been really Really open with communication. We always, like, talk to our parents about the big major issues in life. And even in some ways that we disagree... Because obviously we're growing up and have, like, we're developing our own opinions and beliefs. Our parents always listen to us. They always talk it out. And most of the time they end up seeing where we're coming from and we can We're starting to develop, yeah, like a mutual respect for each other's opinions Mm -hmm. and, like, beliefs. I know we're really fortunate in that. But like Rose said, some people don't have that. So I would just encourage you to sit down with your parents and really have, like, a good heart-to-heart chat with them. Because if you, they're your parents, and if you really sit down and talk with them and tell them your heart, you know, tell them how you're feeling, they're not, like, I highly doubt that they're going to shut you down. They just want you to be happy, or they want you to be successful because they love you and they want what's best for you, which is why they're telling you, Mm -hmm. oh, you should go for this, or you should do this, because they want to see you succeed. But at the end of the day, it is your life, and you're the one that has to live it, not them. And, like, they might be disappointed or they might be a little bit upset when you first tell them about it. But the best way to prove people wrong is to go out and do what you know you're supposed to do and become successful at Mm -hmm. it. Exactly. It's all about following, like, what your life purpose is, I guess. And as as long as you're not doing something stupid, I mean, as long as you're not just like, oh, I want to drop out of college just to be a bum or, like, whatever, stuff like that. Yeah. If you have a purpose, then I think that they'll be okay with that, and then they can give you some of that advice of maybe how to go about making mm-hmm. that happen. And also, like, they might not understand it at the time. Like, Abby, when she told her parents that she wanted to quit her full-time job to do social media, they were like, um, okay, we support you, but they were kind of, like, hesitant about it because it's a whole different world. Like, they don't understand it yet. And, like, I think it's important 
if you do go to them about a decision you're going to make, like, you need to have done the research for yourself. You Mm -hmm. need to have it all figured out and be like, this is what I'm going to do and this is why I'm going to do it. Yes, and I do want to point out that when I did finally make the decision to make my job, the reason why I took that leap of faith, like, besides just having faith in God that he would take care of me, it was because I had done what I could to make sure I was prepared. So I had a good chunk of savings saved up. We still live at home, so I don't have a lot of bills. And, like, I had a plan in place to where I knew, okay, yeah, it might take a little while to start making money, but I know for sure that I can make money through this. So, in those months that I'm waiting, I can use my savings or whatever. So, I think it's important, like Bruce said, to have done your research before and have a plan put in place. Yeah, obviously, don't just, like, go into something cold turkey. Don't wing it in this case. Don't wing it in this scenario. (laughs) It is important to have some sort of plan put in place. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the next thing that I wanted to mention is don't worry about what others are doing. Mm. When we're around this age, obviously, like, your teenage friends are, like, your life. And you think that you're going to be friends with them forever and you're so worried about, oh, what are they going to do? Oh, I have to do the same thing or Like, I have to go to college to be with them because, like, I can't be apart from them or whatever. So you go to a college to be with your friends and you hate your life. Yeah. So it's don't focus on what others are doing. Focus on yourself. You need to do what's best for yourself. Which normally people are like, no, you need to focus on other people, but in this scenario, focus on yourself. Because these are the years where you're, like, laying down the foundation for the rest of your life. So, it's important to choose what you want to do and to choose what's right for you, regardless of what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. And even, like, going back to our background, people our age would already be married if we were, like, still going back to, like, the college or, like, the church and stuff. People our age are normally in a serious relationship and, like, about to get married and have children. Mm -hmm. And, like, for the longest time, I was so worried about that. And even sometimes now, I'm like, wait, I'm 22 and I've never even had a boyfriend. Like, this is not right. This is not how it should be. Like, I should be married by now. And, like, I'm not ready to be married. (laughs) Are you joking? Like, I am 22 years old. Yeah. And that's one of the big core beliefs that I've always had inside of me. And maybe it's my personality or whatever. God created us all as individuals, so why should we all be doing the same thing? Literally, and like, it's so boring, And it's not too. just talking about what the church expected of no, us. No, like, in life. It's in life, like, society's expectations, like, oh, you have to get married by this age, otherwise you're considered, like, an old maid or whatever, yeah. or you have to have, you have to go to college, you have to have this traditional job. You have to work there until you're, like, what, 50s, 60s, yeah, retired? before you can retire, and then after you retire, then you can live your life. Like, yeah. no. No! Oh, but so also, bothersome. it really bothers me because they're all, like, Also, can no. we just point out how I just said bothersome? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. what I haven't heard in a while. Go ahead. Oh, bother. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh was full Dude, of Dude, Abby and I used to watch Winnie the Pooh movies all the time. <laughs> high school like it wasn't even in junior high it was high school they were pretty funny okay anyways there's a secret you didn't know i see now we got distracted (laughs) i know i don't remember what you said oh yeah i hate how society is like be unique and be yourself and blah 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 but then when you don't follow that path they're like why why are you doing that like you shouldn't be doing that you should be following the precedent that we set for you and again like ruth said some people that's honestly what they want to do and if you know that that's what you want to do for your life if you you know like having tradition and like that kind of I don't know like path 
then like good. everything laid that's out good. for you. And that's kind of how I am. I would say I'm kind of like 50-50. Before Abby and I like started getting out and like traveling more, I was like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to school and I'm going to get married and that's how I'm going to live the rest of my life. And like I like having it all planned out. I like knowing what I'm supposed to do. So I didn't mind like just following it because I was like, oh, okay, like it's fine. Like this is what I'm going to do. But that was before, and then Abby opened the world to me. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm like, no, like, I'm not going to follow what everyone else is doing just because they're telling me to do it. Like, I'm going to live my life. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of me too, honestly. I've come a long way. So basically the main point that we wanted to get across with this episode is that if you feel like you're meant to be taking a different path, whether that be in college or like career or you know, just in life, whatever like just else. In your life. It's okay. That. Yeah. And if you feel that pull, like that pull is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's because you're supposed to be doing something else and don't be scared of what other people are gonna say. Because first of all, other people's opinions don't matter. It's they're dumb. And it's your life. Mm-hmm. Live your life because you're the only one who has to live it. Yeah, exactly. Your parents can't live it for you, your friends can't live it for you, your boyfriend or girlfriend can't live it for you. And that's, like, another thing is, like, don't be so scared of letting other people down that you're letting yourself down. Even if you do fail, that's okay because you had the courage to at least do it. it. And now you can try it again and you'll know, like, okay, I'm not going to do it the same way as I did last time, like, Mm -hmm. and then maybe it will be successful the second time. It's just a whole growing and learning process. Like, that's really just what life is. Yeah, so just don't be afraid to make mistakes or to put yourself out there or to be different from other people is our main point. We hope that you enjoyed this episode, and we hope that it helped encourage you in some way. We hope it could relate to you. For sure. We will not see you, but you will hear from us again next week. Yep. <laughs> we gotta work on that. As always, all of our social media links will be in the show notes, and go ahead and follow us along on social media so we can be friends and message us if well. you honestly got anything from this episode let us well, know yeah that would like know. really make our day well that's everything you wanted to say thank you so much for listening and you'll hear from us next week bye bye it's our journey